0: Welcome to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast, where you'll hear the good, the bad, and the ugly of how real estate agents overcame challenges and grew their business. Check out the episode notes at crushitinre.com slash podcast. Now here's your host, Lindsay Favaza.
1: Welcome back to the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. I'm your host Lindsay Favaza, and I am here today with one of my very close friends and an absolutely awesome realtor, B Murphy. B, welcome to the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right, I want to start by going down some of your stats and explain to people kind of where you are at and where you are now. So you started with us in 2017. It was March, you got, uh, you started with the company. And then in April, you got licensed. But in June is when you first really dove into the business. So the first six months in real estate, she sold six homes. So one per month is really, really good as a, you know, really great start into the business. After that, the next year in 2018, she tripled that. And then every year since she's been doubling down. And we are recording this at the very end of December, and she is about to close. 65 homes for 2021. So congratulations on that, B. And Thank way you. to go. Woo. So I want to back things up and I want you to explain, you know, where you were at and how you got into the business originally and how you kind of why you made that switch. So take us back to the beginning.
2: All right. We're reversing back to 2017. Um I was in the corporate in the corporate world. I was a retail buyer. My days um, it's pretty much started at 6 AM where my mom watched my kids. So at that point I had, my son was three. My daughter was one. My mom would come over at five. Um, I would leave the house at six with two crying kids. Cause I didn't want mom to leave, you know, get on the commuter rail, go into Boston, go to my job, which was super, super demanding, grinding. Like it was very intense. Then I would be home by six. Um, My mom was tired. I was tired. Uh, My husband got home around the same time. And it got to a point where I wasn't a good employee. I wasn't a good mom. It was just kind of, it got on me. And, you know, having a three-year-old and a one-year-old, I just kind of envisioned, you know, where is this going? I have preschool to worry about drop-offs. You know, my kids are active, so I can envision them getting into things, which fast forward, they are into lots of things. Um, you know, who's going to know, right? Who's going to handle- They literally all-
1: climb the walls, don't they? I literally I climb the so walls.
2: And if you don't, yeah, you find me on social media, you'll understand that. So I just knew things needed to change and- I knew I can make that change um, for the better of the whole family, for me, for the kids. um, They were super unhappy. Like they didn't want mom gone all day and they're stuck with grandma. So sitting on the couch one night with my husband, I'm like, you know, what if, what if I got into real estate? And it was like that, you know, record scratching moment, you know, what are you going to do? Like we've had 13 years of corporate retail buying experience and you're going to completely switch paths we completely switch everything you've known and to dive into something we don't know and so it took you know a couple of weeks months of just discussions lots of excel documents figuring out our budget figuring out you know can we make this happen can we not make this happen um, I started doing the online um, real estate training just to start doing that in the back end um, and then we got to a point where I just knew I had to make the switch. I had to do it. You know, and there was a lot of back end making sure. you You know, I told my husband, like, worst case scenario, I suck at this. I will go get a job. Like, I will figure it out. I'm not one to just sit at home and not figure it out. But I want to give it a shot. And looking back now, I'm like, we wish we did this sooner. But... In hindsight,
1: right? Yeah. um So completely. Made and maybe that you changed. wouldn't have been. Maybe you wouldn't have been as successful if you had done it sooner. You know what I mean? True. Like you just don't know the timing. I mean, you probably would have been regardless, but <laughs> the timing is sometimes super important. So you just yeah. don't know.
2: I agree, and I always feel like I was where I was when I had my kids for reasons because I had, you know leave support. And I had, there's, there, there's things that I wouldn't have had if I was here. So there's, I agree. There's a, there's time and place for everything in life. And it all happens for a reason. So made the change, you know, talked to my girlfriends. They suggested I, you know, find my brokerage, found my brokerage, and it is what it is. The rest is
1: history. Yeah, I love it. What things inspired you or what people inspired you to jump into, you know, when you're working in a corporate environment and then you jump in to be working for yourself, there's got to be some kind of inspiration there. So tell me about that.
2: Yeah, so... A little backstory about B. Murphy, formerly known as B. Gita. Um, My dad has owned his own business my entire life. Um, so he is, was, he'll never retire. And I feel like I'll probably be like him. You know, he owns, he owned his own small jewelry store in downtown Boston. So growing up. Um, You know, I would go with him into the store. I would see what he does. Um, I would clean the jewelry. I would do his mailers. I would do all of the holiday gifts that he would have for his clients. Every single time he had a new customer come in, I remember he'd pull out an index card and I would take their information, their name, their address, their phone number no emails back at that point, but, and then I would put it in this little, like, um, I don't know, like a little trapper keeper thing, um, with all his clients. Um, so I kind of grew up with this small business mentality. Um, and then I would help him create marketing ideas and be like, you know, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Um, and help him do that. So I always knew I wanted to own my own business and there was, there's been different variations of what I wanted to do. And I would never would have thought ended up in real estate, but here I am and it's, and it's worked out. So i kind of, you know, my dad's been the voice in my
1: head per se. It sounds like you were able to really watch and observe the way he did his business. And you were so involved that it probably just trained you for all the things that you do without even thinking now, like we have to really train people sometimes to do those kind of things. And you've just known that that's something that you have to do. So that's really cool.
2: Yeah. It's just like every holiday I would be wrapping up. He used to give bottles of wine to all his clients. Like that was the thing I started in November wrapping up you know, bottles of wine that he would go buy. So yeah, it's just kind and of- Now you're doing it again. It. And <laughs> I'm doing it again, but just holiday ornaments and different things.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. So tell me, you know, you being a mom, a wife, a daughter, a friend, a co-worker, all of these hats that you wear, there is definitely a-, a a thought amongst all of our friends and coworkers that they think this woman just does it all and she's really good at all of it. So explain to me how you balance all of those different roles in your life and how you make it all work and still grow your business.
2: Um, honestly, I think the biggest thing is time management. And I think it's giving time for all, including myself. So I literally try to utilize every minute I can of the day. And that's not saying like there's some days I just want to relax. And that is using my time wisely because I need that day too. So a lot of it is I just put things in buckets. Like, I don't know how to describe it. It's just I focus my day. I start my day and I'm like, all right, I plan my kids days. And then on the free time, I plan a work time. And then the other time I make sure. So I'm, I'm extremely organized. So I have a planner for every month. I have an online planner. I have two planners. I have planners till 2023. So I'm very, very organized, which a lot of people are thinking I'm crazy, but it makes my life. Easier, and that way I'm not worrying about you know what to do next. Like I have a game plan for everything, you know. And so for me, it's like I start with my priorities. One is my family and my kids. I make sure they're taken care of. Like their work, they're not working, but like their activities taken care of. Pickups, drop-offs, figuring that out. Um, And then I kind of layer in work. Um, And then you know, luckily for me, they're both on the bus now, so I have the freedom of you know they're both gone from you know eight to three. But even before um i would have my mom come over you know help me with the kids do work then and the, you know pros and cons of real estate is that it doesn't have to be it's not a nine to five right so i can wake up early and i get stuff done if i need to get done so if i'm feeling overwhelmed I'm like, you know what, B? let's go to bed early. Let's wake up at 435. Crank out work when no one's awake and get some done because that will take some off of me. Vice versa. If um, I have work at the end of the day, I know I just need to put my kids to bed. You know, no TV, no sitting on the couch, get on my laptop and do work. Um, so I've understood the, the you know, I don't know what you want to call it, but sometimes you have to put in a little bit more here and there to make it it's all the work. grind it's the grind, right? I guess it's the grind. Um, I have to grind it out. And that's okay to me because it's worth it to be able to go to my son's hockey games, bring my daughter to skating. Um, uh, Literally the list goes on. But to me, I'd rather do that. And honestly, like my laptop comes with me most places because you never know. And some people think that's crazy, but I'm like, you know, I'd rather be on like a boat or vacation writing an offer than, you know, not. So that's just my personality and it's not for everyone. But that's just how I work. And then I just make sure, like, I go through my priorities, and you know, I want to make sure I check in with my friends. And it could be like a quick text. It doesn't have to be, you know, this long. I need to plan a dinner with them. No, just say hi. Get involved. And to me, like, I just I don't like wasting time, and I try to mirror image one of my, you know, best friends. It was just like, you know, take the
1: day, seize it do what you can, um, make the most of it. Talk to me about your, your friend that you're mentioning, because obviously I know who you're talking about, but I want to make sure that, you know, she gets talked about here because I think she's also one of those inspirations for you and she continues to be. So just tell us a little bit about her without, you know, you don't have to get into too much detail, but.
2: Tell us about her a little bit. Tell us about her. Um, So she is Megan Martin. Um, She was my college friend. I've known her since um, 2000. Um, She, when did I have her come over? I think so. I started Lumakia first, and then Megan came after. And she was a rock star realtor when she was here. Um, She was rock literally. she's like everyone says like, "Be you make it all happen." Like I, she was superwoman. She made it all happen because she had three boys. She had this amazing career. She was a husband. She was a wife to a husband. She did it all, and she also she got diagnosed with cancer when I was getting married. So 2012. So she was dealing with fighting cancer for seven years and doing all this. So to me,
1: no matter what I do, I'll never be like Megan i think you are very much like her um from what i've seen personally and yeah i mean i can say that i know knew her for obviously a very short period of time but she had a big effect on all of us and i definitely see a lot of what we loved about her and you so just keep it up that's all i'll say
0: let's take a quick break and hear from the number one loan originator sean Benozian of guaranteed rate as he gives us his monthly mortgage tip Our pre-commitment program is helping our clients get their offers accepted above our competition. It creates certainty and confidence amongst you, the buyer, as well as amongst the listing agents and the sellers. Presenting offers utilizing our pre-commitment, fully underwritten approvals, eliminate stress and anxiety, and add certainty and confidence uh, when having your offer presented and accepted. It definitely separates you from the competition. Thanks, Shant. Now let's get back to the show.
1: Um, All right. So... The next thing I want to talk about is the things that you have done to go from in the 40s sales to now 65 sales and during pandemic times. So my friend, that is not something to be shy about. We've got to get into this a little bit and talk about what it is that you did to get to that point. Now obviously you'll talk about the grind and you know you did all these things. We know you're a hard worker, but what are some of the things that you specifically focus on to get through to those new numbers and that new level?
2: All right. So when the pandemic happened, I was like, oh snap, what's gonna happen? And so kind of kind of reverse back. So going from you know 18 to 40 something um you know, I think there's a lot of people who struggle to get from that to that that from that level to the next level. So I think when you get close to that 15 to 20, 20 ish range, you really have to allocate. And when I say allocate is um for help, whether it's, you know, getting an admin, whether it's getting. Um, so it's kind of hard for me to advise because like within our company, we have the support. So I guess it's however you want to support and allocate your time wisely. So. When you get to that point you want to be out meeting people. You want to be networking, you want to be at meetings, you want to be meeting buyers. You don't want to be stuck doing the busy work. You don't want to be putting signs, taking pictures, um doing computer stuff cuz like yes, computer stuff is important like the back end stuff support and but if we're, I always think about like um time, like um income producing activity. So to me it was income producing activity is me sitting on a computer for 4 hours income producing. Some yes, some no. So I try to allocate my time wisely um, and I asked for help. So for us, we have, um, you know, an assistant program that helps, um, you know, take the deal under contract. Follow it through the whole way, so that way you're not micromanaging the deals. You're not in closing mode. Um So I got out of closing mode. So literally, I would put a deal under contract. I would obviously, depending on the side, get through inspection, and then I, it's not. I don't. I don't want to say forget the deal, but I did not get in closing mode. I was like, what's next? Let's keep going. Like I, I did not stop and be like, okay, is this person okay? Is this person? Okay? I'm like, it's gonna close, and we'll make it happen. And there's different times to check into those deals, but you don't have to be breathing down that deal's neck. You want to continuously add more. So having the support again, however support you want was huge. So to me, I had um, an assistant help helped me do the back backend. Um, you know, we have, a, we have a service at our company where it takes care of the sign, the pictures, the floor plans, the brochures. I didn't have to do that. So to me, I could just knock out, get more listings, get more listings, email our one person and it gets down. So to me, going from 15 to 20 to 40 something is literally how to time management and allocate to get help. And that's okay to get help. Like, it's okay. You want to be getting more deals. Um, so that was huge for me. And the other part was, you know, I got involved with a lot more sellers. So that was a big one. So when I get involved with sellers, sometimes they also have to buy. So there's like a twofer one. So it's a twofer. Um, so as soon as I started doing more listings, then obviously it kind of naturally grows the numbers too. But the, the, I would say that's a big one. is just figuring out how to allocate your time to be used wisely. That's probably the biggest thing that I've done.
1: The other thing that I've noticed too, is that a lot of your business in the beginning was very heavily company business. And then you really started to really build up that referral base and get those Sphere business working on your own. So, what kind of things do you do for past clients? Like, how do you stay in touch with them? What are the things that you do to keep them referring you out? So,
2: um, I think last year I created a schedule for myself to do um, once a quarter. So, I do mailings to my sphere one month. I do Popeyes one month um, to my sphere, and then I, I'm doing like a giveaway one month. So, I'm just tra- trying to like stay top of mind with them. That was something I did last year, and then I always send them birthday cards. To everyone in the family, and if they tell me they have a dog that has birthdays, I honestly send the dog a birthday card because that person, that dog's important to them, right? Like they told me for a reason. And then I also send them a house anniversary card. So regardless if it's five years ago or one year ago, I just say congrats on another year of homeownership. They're just seeing my face one more time throughout the year and just staying in touch um, with them. So you as many and then on when we get closer to the holidays, I still send everyone a Thanksgiving card. And then new clients who bought with me, I send them an ornament. Um, And if it's just a past client that I've just done business, I still send them like a a holiday card. So they're getting a Thanksgiving, Christmas, birthdays, house affair, house house affair, whatever, when they want the house.
1: Um, So house anniversary, house anniversary, dogs' birthdays. their birthdays, which is freaking rare to get a birthday card on your birthday anymore. And then Thanksgiving cards, like you're not just sending them something, you're sending them something opposite from when everyone else would be technically sending them something, which makes you stand out. So like a lot of people are going, it's Christmas. I've got to send Christmas cards. The reality is it's Easter or it's 4th of July. Send a card, right? Like just stand out amongst the rest. So that's Awesome! I didn't know that you did all of those different things. So that's really cool.
2: Yeah, so that's actually really why I wanted to do Thanksgiving cards because I was like, everyone in everyone in creation sends a holiday card. I'm like, what's a th- holiday that's like meh, like I can send a card? So I was like, you know what, Thanksgiving. Like, let's focus on Thanksgiving. But to your point, you could do Easter or the Fourth of July or like whatever. Pick a holiday you like, National Ice Cream Day, and send a card to everyone. Um, it
1: doesn't matter what it is. It just matters that you do it. I yeah. like the Thanksgiving thing too, because you're pretty much Thinking saying like, I'm, I'm thankful for you. Yeah. so, so I'm, that's you know. what I And I handwrite
2: them all and I wrote, I'm thankful for you as a client. Like it's super short. It's not like an essay, you know, Bob Smith, happy, thank happy Thanksgiving. Thankful for you as a client. Whole ball as well. XOXOB done. Um, I do pay a lot in postage, but that's okay. It's nothing compared to the return. I mean, you might
1: have paid a lot in postage, but you went from forty-five to sixty-five sales. So I would say (laughs) that that you've made that money back. Yeah, (laughs) tenfold. Awesome. Well, B in closing. Any advice that you have for agents out there that maybe are in that like six to 20 range, right? Which is a big range. But at the same time, that's where I feel like a lot of people kind of get stuck and don't know how to make it to that next step. So I know you talked all about all the different techniques, but what advice would you give that person?
2: So I think a lot of people don't go past it just because it's not easy. So you have to show up every day. You have to treat it like it's your job and you're not going to see there's no golden ticket, as I say. Right. Like you don't you don't get your real estate license and then you're like high rolling, you know, on yachts. Right. Like that's not going to happen. That's not real life. Set your expectations. Set your goals. That's another thing. I set my goals every year and I have them and I clock them and I check in, like have your goals. And don't be afraid to add um, one aggressive goal, because if you have goals that you're just going to continuously get. Cool. But just have one reach goal. Just, just do it. Like you'll be happy. I had one reach goal. We did it. And I'm like, holy and I would say, don't give up. It's, it's a long, it's a long game. It's a long game. So whatever you do, you're not going to see immediate results. So when I first started, I, the other thing I started um, when I got into real estate, I got into every single networking um, thing I could get into because I was slow in the beginning. And I'm I'm very high energy um, and I like to network. So I got into every single group. I got into my town group. I got into my alumni college group. I got out with people. And I would say that's a big thing too, is um, real estate, it's a it's a people game. It's an interaction game. And I, I get made fun of now because they call me like the mayor of Hanover. They call me the mayor. They're like, everyone knows you. I'm like, because I'm out there. Like if you're sitting at home like whatever, no, no one's gonna know you. No one's gonna get to know you. Um, and that's the other thing is I didn't make it like, hi, I'm B Murphy, I'm a real estate agent. I will take your referrals. I was just like, hey, I'm B, I'm from Hanover, I have kids. Oh yeah, I'm also a realtor. And should they like me and want to work with me, great. Um, and if not, I didn't make it salesy. I'm just yeah, cool. B's a realtor too. Um, and look, she also crushes it. Weird. And that was that. So I, it, it's like. Not like There's not like one blanket answer for people in that thing, but I would just say, don't give up. Look at the long game. Really focus on the activities you're doing to make sure that they will eventually produce something. Because all of those networking groups that I got involved with, I can guarantee you for six to 12, maybe more months, there was no return on them. But they are now 100 um, percent. They are now. Um, and if anything, when you meet all those people, you know, take them into your network, um, add them to whatever database you have. I do that still today. If I go to Network Me Lunch and I obtain information, better believe within seven days, those people's contacts are in my network. So just really focus on what you're doing and make sure it's all income producing. And again, it might not be right away, but it's, it's a long game. Um, to me, it's not like I'm going to do something today and expect tomorrow. It's, you know, I'm, I'm in this for the long haul now, so I'm thinking long term. Um, and also social media, social media was a huge one for me. Um, so that was huge. So if you don't, if you're not on social and if you don't have your accounts create up, make that your goal, um, you know, do one. So be social media post. Um, it's free, it's easy. Um, but just differentiate yourself just cause there's a lot of noise out there. Just, just be you.
1: Absolutely. They're going to want to work with the person who you are, not necessarily the realtor that sold this many homes. Like they want to work with a person right. and they're trusting you. So it's one of those things you, you really have to be yourself because they're going to pick B because of her background over someone else who maybe they just don't connect with as much or whatever the case is. And you know what, when someone picks the other person because they didn't connect with B, that's okay. And it's, that's okay. There's plenty of homes to be sold. Maybe not this winter, but there's plenty of yeah. homes to be sold. So <laughs> yeah. you mentioned really quick so before we finish you mentioned goals so what goals do you have B for next year
2: um. So my goals for next year, which this is huge accountability right here. Yeah, right. Um. <laughs> they are, are they? So unit wise, um, 75 homes. I want to have at least, I think I said five luxury listings. So they have to be over a million dollars. So I want to increase my price point. I want to, so we have like top office and top company things. So I want to make that like a couple of couple times. I want to do more videos. That's a goal of mine, which I don't. Yeah. I know support. I I got that feeling I would get that response. (laughs) What up? And the boat, we had a boat on my list, but we did that this year.
1: So I I know you made it. That was so exciting. The other thing I love about that reach goal is that sometimes people will hit a goal, but then feel like they can't truly get the prize, right? Like there's that vacation that they really want to take. And if they make it a goal and then they earn it, then you really are justified in doing whatever that thing is, right? So I love that you guys did that and you did it as a family. And now you guys have this awesome boat that you guys get to say you earned it. And yeah. it's fantastic. I love that. Yeah. So that's on the list,
2: but that got done this year. So yeah. Oh, and then um, so I have uh an assistant that helps me. And one of my goals is to help her increase her numbers too. So I mentor her.
1: Love it. This oh. is fantastic. B thank you so much. As no I knew would be the case, you've really brought a whole bunch of amazing content and you know, you've talked about personal things and all kinds of stuff. So I just really, really appreciate you being so open and honest with our audience. I know they're gonna have a lot to take away from this, so. Awesome, thank you again for having me. Absolutely, all right. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. Thanks for coming.
0: Thanks for joining us on the Agents Who Crush It in Real Estate podcast. We hope you've learned some valuable takeaways. Be sure to take action and grow your business. You can check out the episode notes and more content from the show at crushitinre.com slash podcast. And if you like this episode and you'd like to hear more stories, please share with others, post on social media, or leave a rating or review. To catch all the latest from Anthony, you can follow him on Instagram at Crush it In Real estate, on Facebook and YouTube. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.